Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 42 of the Worth More podcast. I am your host, Cami Bleece, and so excited to be chatting with you again today as I gear up for the Thanksgiving holiday season. Thanksgiving is by far my favorite holiday. I literally love that the whole day is centered just around kind of thankfulness and family, and let's be real all the food. I have always loved Thanksgiving. My family goes all out. There's always tons and tons of sides, tons of people, tons of pies, all the good stuff. I mean, there's genuinely nothing I can really complain about. And I always get a little annoyed when people like my husband get really excited about Christmas and just kind of want to skip right over Thanksgiving. Like as soon as you know, Halloween is over, the Christmas music starts, and the decor gets out, and I just am like, no, Thanksgiving needs its day, it needs its moment, keep the pumpkins out, keep the fall scents going, we are not into Christmas just yet. So I am so excited that as you're listening to this episode, Thanksgiving is tomorrow, or today, or very recently, depending on when you actually get a chance to listen to this episode. But of course, I wanted it to be somewhat timely, and I wanted it to be something that could apply all year around, right? I know that during the holiday season, of course, everybody's more inclined to be thinking about how we can be more thankful and more grateful, but this concept can truly change your life all year around. It doesn't just need to be now, and that is why I want to kind of talk about how thankfulness can change everything and it can change everything from your job to your relationships to the way you view your body to the way you view your life there is a shift that can happen within each of us that can truly be life-changing and it doesn't just have to be seasonal and then we forget come like March that we were ever going to try and be thankful so this episode is going to dig into kind of why that thankfulness and essentially gratitude is so important how you can start incorporating that more into your life and why you should start doing that as soon as you possibly can of course, as we kind of shift into this kind of season, how am I feeling more worthy? You know, this is just a simple way, you know, or an example by having to consistently come up with ways that I feel this way. I'm training my brain to look for these opportunities. I'm training myself to see, wow, I was worthy to show up. Wow. I was worthy to take that risk. Wow. Like, and it makes us believe more and more that we are these things if we look for them. Whatever you seek, you will find, right? So if I'm looking for opportunities to be grateful, or if I'm looking for opportunities to feel more worthy, then I will see them more than if I weren't looking at all. And if I were to believe that I wasn't worthy and I had nothing to be grateful for, right? So this simple thing that I do to start each of these episodes is is in fact a way that I'm training my brain to look for these things in my day-to-day life, which some days can feel really mundane. But the way that I've been kind of trying to feel more worthy is this season has been a little crazy. These last few weeks, I have been so blessed to get significantly busier with clients and work, and I am beyond thankful for that. I'm running a free 30-day From Confused to Confidence program. You can still join. You'll only be a couple days behind, so head over to my Instagram bio link, and you can still hop in. Um, It's a great way to just keep your thoughts focused on 
sort of your internal health and help you feel more confident going into this season and eventually into the new year. But like I said, things have been crazy. And to be completely transparent with you, I have not been able to work out near as much as I was getting very comfortable and used to. Um, I'm pretty much someone who works out probably three times a week, four would be a lot for me in a week. I don't want you to use that as a number to like compare yourself to, but I also think some people think that because I'm a trainer, I somehow work like five to seven days a week, which I definitely do not. If you think about it, after like training for three to seven hours a day, do you really think like the thing I'm most excited to do is like go to the gym and train or myself? Not always. So it's definitely something that I have to work on too. But in these last few weeks, I've been very, very busy and have just not really created and or found that I had the time to work out as much as I had been. And I think the way that I used to handle these types of situations is I would kind of say like, okay, well, I'm not working out, so I need to start restricting my food. I need to start cutting out things because obviously if I'm not working out, then I'm not burning calories and I'm going to gain weight. Now we're going into the holiday season and oh my gosh, spiral, spiral. But it's been really cool to see like, okay, yes, this season has been busy. That is just life, y'all. This happens. It will inevitably happen another point in my life. And if I'm just going to use each of those opportunities to create shame and judgment, then I'm never going to fully feel at peace with my body and with my relationship with food if they're constantly being used against me when it's not going as planned. So instead, I've been able to show up for myself when I can, and yes, that's meant I've gotten up really early to get to a workout class, or I've ended up just taking a quick 20-minute walk as quickly as I can around the neighborhood just to try and get outside and do something for myself, but it is nowhere near what I am used to doing. And I have tried really hard and been quite successful at continuing to still feel valuable, to still feel worthy, to still feel like I have... I can still show up and be encouraging at my job and still eat the dinner that might have a whole bunch of carbs in it or have that glass of wine or whatever those things that I might have wanted to restrict because of this kind of change in my fitness schedule. So that's been a really cool mental shift for me, especially as we get even closer to the new year where I think a lot of people can start really thinking kind of restrictedly and aggressively about their fitness routine and their food. It's been cool to just kind of say like, yeah, this is life. I'm going to be kind and respect my body and respect my mind and kind of be grateful that I end up having all of these clients and now I'm just having to learn how to work out in a totally new schedule. So that is why this episode is going to be so helpful for you because instead of finding an opportunity to shame and judge myself, I've found different things I can be thankful for and ways that I can provide kind of kindness and stillness and appreciate the season that I'm in and look forward to the next. So I hope that this encourages you as well. Maybe you're kind of right there with me, especially as things are getting crazy. I just want you to hear that you're not defined by your workout routine. You're not defined what, by what you put on the plate every single day. So just know that you're worthy to show up. You're worthy to eat that dinner and you're worthy to enjoy your life and enjoy that day, even if it didn't look exactly as you planned. So without further ado, let's hear a quick note about our sponsors and we'll jump right on in. So 
So me talking about gratitude is not a new concept. I have mentioned this practice many a times in different episodes, especially as you're trying to kind of cultivate more of a positive relationship with yourself and your life. Gratitude is something that I recommend to many of my clients. And even if people are just kind of chatting with me really quickly and wanting to understand how can I start to make some simple shifts mentally, gratitude is something that I always reach for. And there's a reason for that. I mean, I've been I was reading a ton about kind of gratitude and the way that it affects your brain, and basically one of the sites that I was looking at said when we express gratitude and receive the same, our brain releases dopamine and serotonin, the two crucial neurotransmitters responsible for our emotions, and they make us feel good. They enhance our mood immediately, making us feel happy from the inside. By consciously practicing gratitude every day, we can help these neural pathways to strengthen themselves and to ultimately create a permanent, grateful, and positive nature within ourselves. Our brains are so wired beyond belief of what we really understand that it can they can be our greatest asset or kind of really lean into our detriment and we get to decide what am I going to feed you know last episode it's like which wolf are you going to lean into it's it's important maybe it wasn't last episode I think it was the one right before that but Anyways, there are two parts within us that we always have an opportunity to feed, right? This light and this darkness and this this good and this negative. And it's ultimately whichever one grows is the one you're going to spend time cultivating. And the point is that you can cultivate a sense of gratitude even when you don't really feel like you have a lot to be grateful for. I love this quote and it basically says, it is not happiness that brings us gratitude. It is gratitude that brings us happiness. And I think a lot of people can think like, like, well, it's so easy for you to be grateful. You have so much to be grateful for. Look at your life, blah, blah, blah. It's like, well, yeah, a lot of people are very fortunate and it makes it seem like it could be easy to be grateful. But the reality is, is we have no idea what's going on under the surface for most people behind closed doors and not posted on Instagram feeds and not said at dinners with friends. We have no idea what is ultimately happening in other people's lives. And we don't know that despite all of the things that we might think they have to be grateful for, none of that matters because there are other things going on that make that kind of not as important. So we have to realize that right now in whatever season you're in, even if it feels really dark and really not great, there are things to be grateful for. You might have to kind of reach for them. They might feel a little small and insignificant, but there is always, always something that you can be grateful for. And this gratitude gets easier the more you practice it. And I want to make sure that I acknowledge this aspect too, because I'm going to talk a lot more in like the thankfulness that we can look into our overall life, but this really can be applied to how we view our bodies. We think that once we get thin enough and once we look a certain way, then we can finally be thankful for ourselves. But a relationship of love and thankfulness is not built out of hate and judgment and shame. Those One does not fully result in the other. As much as we've been led to believe like, okay, pick all the things you hate about yourself. As long as you change them, you'll love yourself. No, that is just not how it works. It's not how our minds work. So if we spend all this time both focusing this hate and this judgment at our bodies, at another person, at our job, at our life, you are not going to cultivate love 
and positivity out of that. Like, that's just not gonna happen. You can't just hate something into this beautiful, loving thing, even if you get the results that you wanted, right? So even if I hated my body 15 pounds lighter, I've been there and I assure you, I did not feel any happier because as soon as kind of that one compliment sort of wears off or I got to buy the new outfit or whatever, I've just rooted all of my success in hate and I don't even know how to appreciate myself outside of this accomplishment. And as soon as this accomplishment goes away, if I were to gain any of the weight back like I did, then what do I have to be thankful for all of a sudden? Because all of it was predicated on this one kind of measurable thing. So when you can take a step back and realize that, okay, there might be things that I want to change. You might want to change your relationship status. You might want to change your job. You might want to change your body or your health or whatever it is. There's nothing wrong with wanting to change things. But that doesn't mean that you have to hate them into submission. You can still choose to be thankful for the purpose that they are serving now. Because thankfulness has so many more benefits to our immediate present than the shame and the hate ever will. So actually, it's crazy. The Mindfulness Awareness Research Center at UCLA stated that gratitude does actually change the neural structures in our brain, and it makes us feel happier and more content. And feeling grateful and appreciating others when, you know, they do something good for us too, triggers the good hormones and regulates kind of this effective functioning of our immune system. So scientists really have done the research to understand Does expressing gratitude and feeling gratitude, you know, when it's being received, change our brain? And it does. So think about the impact that you could have on other people just by telling them how grateful you are for them. Because then they're getting to receive your gratitude. So you think that all of it just has to be about you, you, you. But you have an opportunity to share this back to others. So just to kind of give you some like exciting things, just like we talked about in the last episode, there's so many benefits to kind of slowing down and being present. When you choose to be grateful, it actually helps release toxic emotions. So they did studies where people would kind of write letters and they would write two different types of letters. One, focusing on all the toxic emotions and all the negativity and all that kind of stuff. And then another where it was a lot more kind of releasing and grateful for the purpose that they served, but not as um, accusatory and not as judgmental. And the people that were able to use and write those things in a more positive way and kind of thanking them for them ser- their service in whatever way it was, as crappy as it was, and letting it go, were actually able to heal and move on a lot quicker and a lot sooner than those who kept focusing and fixating on the negative parts, right? Like I said earlier, whatever you seek, you will find. And if all you're focusing on is the negative parts of your life, that's all you're going to ever see, even if everything could actually be amazing. So it helps you release kind of these toxic ideas and these toxic emotions. It can reduce your stress, helps you sleep better, and it reduces pain, anxiety, and depression just by choosing to feel grateful. Because the way that it reacts in our brain means something. We are created to feel lots of things, 
But how cool is it that the way that we are created, when we are feeling grateful and positive, that serotonin and dopamine being released is making us feel really good and it's coming from something that is focusing on good and focusing on helping others feel good too. And I think that's a really kind of beautiful picture to realize like if we all focused more on being grateful and letting others know how grateful we were, then we could create kind of this sort of cycle of more happiness and more joy. So think about it. If you're going to kind of approach your life and let's say there's maybe there's something that you're currently struggling with. Maybe it's your job, a relationship, your body, whatever it is. Kind of think about that and think about how you've been approaching this situation so far. How have you been looking at it? Have you been focusing on kind of how lucky you are to even have a job? How lucky you are to maybe like your boss, even if you hate what you do every day? How lucky you are to have an incredible group of friends, even if you don't have a significant group of, or a significant other? How incredibly lucky you are that your body can wake you up every morning, allows you to walk around, pick up your kids, go run errands on your own. There are so many simple things that if we stopped focusing on all the things that we can't do or we don't get to have, then we would realize how fortunate we truly are. You know, this, again, this season of Thanksgiving is so focused on being thankful, which is beautiful. But all year long, we have an opportunity to change how we view our lives and to change how we view ourselves and to realize that we have so much to be thankful for in January and February and March and April. And you get it, right? Like all year long, you have something to be thankful for, even if there are things that you wish were different. So how can you cultivate this relationship differently? What can you kind of do to add more thankfulness to your life? Well, you can start off by appreciating yourself. It is okay to be like your number one fan. Because at the end of the day, if you can cheer yourself on and believe in yourself, then you can show up so much more powerfully to all the things that you want to pursue. So if you're trying, you know, if you're struggling with loving your body, you don't have to appreciate all of its curves and dimples right now if that doesn't feel genuine. That's totally fine. But maybe appreciate that your legs are able to carry you upstairs, that your arms are able to pick up your kids or play with your dogs, or that you know you have the energy and the capacity to go on a walk and appreciate the crisp fall air. Appreciate yourself. Appreciate your mind. Appreciate the things that you've been able to do at work that you were really proud of. Or the ways that you can make people laugh or that you can make them challenge their thoughts and think about things differently. Be okay appreciating who you are because you are amazing and it is okay to be proud of yourself. I think we all kind of feel like, oh, then we're going to be conceited and vain and all this stuff. And there's a huge difference in that confidence compared to that conceitedness, right? So... If you're already worrying about that, the likelihood that you're going to go into conceitedness is very slim, okay? But be okay being proud of who you are. You worked really hard to get here and you're going to continue to work to grow. So learn to appreciate yourself. That could even be as simple as you standing in front of the beer and saying, you know, thank you for these arms, which blank. Thank you for this mind, which blank. Thank you for this breath, which blank. Whatever. But say that to yourself a few times a day. Look at yourself in the mirror and notice what comes up there. It'll probably feel weird. That's okay. This is not a thing that most people do. 
But notice how you feel when you try and show up for yourself and when you try and give yourself that appreciation and that love. Because I think sometimes that discomfort can really point out areas in which we kind of could use some, some help and some nourishment. And especially when it comes to kind of loving ourselves, this might be a place where you haven't spent a lot of time. So start by appreciating yourself. Second, I've said it before, I'll say it again, get yourself a gratitude journal. Just do it. Stop kind of delaying and thinking like, no, I don't need it. And I'm not even saying it has to be like go out and buy like a journal from the store. You could even make it like the notes section of your phone, right? But every single day, try and come up with like three things that you are grateful for. It's something I do most of the time in my quiet times. I try really hard to just, what was I grateful for yesterday? What am I grateful for today? What am I grateful for immediately in this moment? And I saw kind of a cool example on positive psychology about a gratitude journal and the four different categories that they had written. So if you kind of want a little more direction, one is compliments that I would like to give myself today. Two, current challenges and what I'm learning from them. Three, people I'm grateful for. And four, significant assets of my life at present. So maybe these four things will give you a little more direction in what you want to be writing about rather than like open-ended. But then that gives you different people, different things, yourself, all these different things that you can focus on being grateful for. So Start this gratitude journal. Don't wait until, don't let this be like, oh, in the new year, I'm in a gratitude journal. No, start today. Start now. Don't delay. The new year is an arbitrary time. It's a beautiful time, but it's arbitrary. Just start now. You don't have to delay. It's not worth delaying a few more weeks. Just start. The third thing that I recommend doing is gratitude visits. So basically all I mean by that is visiting with someone who kind of you know is going to give you kind of that unconditional love and support who means a lot to you. This can be a friend, a family member, you know, coworker, whatever. But try and meet with them once or twice a month and and express how thankful you are for them and kind of spend time with that person. You know, we We are the sum of the five people that we spend the most time with. So look at that sum. Look at those five people. And is is your gratitude person really in this? Because it's important that you have people that make you feel, you know, they can hold you accountable for things, of course. But visiting with them should make you feel positively pretty quickly. And that's important to spend lots of time with people like that. The fourth thing is don't hesitate to be happy. I think a lot of people kind of as good things start happening or or something, they kind of might be like, ooh, I'm going to be skeptical or oh, I'm not kind of used to this or oh, I wonder when the other shoe's going to drop or whatever. Do not hesitate to be happy in this moment and in this season. Don't feel bad about it. Don't feel shameful about it. And I'm not saying that to be like dismissive of what other people can be going through and how that could be kind of hard. But everyone has seasons and there will be seasons that will be significantly harder and there will be seasons that will be significantly easier. But in all these moments, don't hesitate to find that joy. Don't hesitate to be happy where you're at because tomorrow is a new day and you don't know what it will bring. 
but don't shy away from it. Remind yourself that you've worked hard to achieve this, that you've worked hard and that you truly deserve this. So it could be a big accomplishment or a small or whatever, but acknowledge your joy and be thankful in that moment because accepting this happiness makes us stronger and more grateful for what we have. And we learn that we can kind of praise our efforts and prepare ourselves for essentially better facing difficult times in the future because of that mindset shift that we've cultivated. And the fifth piece is find a gratitude buddy. So this is a little different than like your gratitude visits because this is maybe somebody who just like really brings that joy within you. But a gratitude buddy would maybe be more for like your daily practice. So it's somebody who a few minutes every day you can kind of sit together or chat together. Maybe it's just through text and discuss something that you're thankful for. So Use it as an opportunity to really ask questions and be like, oh, well, why are you feeling thankful for that? And, and oh, you know, like whatever and share what you're really thankful for. But sharing kind of our gratefulness with someone is really a good way to sustain kind of that motivation to keep doing this. And it also helps kind of strengthen our emotional skills, right? We're being open and vulnerable with somebody who we obviously trust, but it gives us a chance to kind of share Maybe something as small as like, oh, I'm really thankful for, I don't know, I can't think of anything right now, but you know, this cup, I'm really thankful for the coffee I have in the mornings and that it's decaf because my decaf coffee has actually helped significantly decrease my anxiety, you know, and that's like, it. it's as simple as coffee, but it's actually linked to a much bigger picture for me as to why I'm thankful that I can still have my coffee routine in the morning and no longer experience the anxiety that I was experiencing before I cut out caffeine. So these five things, learn to appreciate yourself, get yourself a gratitude journal, have gratitude visits with somebody who makes you really happy, Don't hesitate to be happy and get a gratitude buddy who you can kind of share the things that you're grateful for with because you deserve a life where you can see kind of the silver lining and all of the beautiful things. We have a lot to be grateful for even when things are hard and the cool thing is that if we can kind of learn to focus on those things when seasons are really hard, we will be better equipped to emotionally handle them. We'll be more emotionally resilient. That is scientifically sound. So start now by cultivating that mindset. Start now by trying to think of how can I be more grateful for this life? Because slowing down and being more present in this season allows you to see all of the things that you have to actually, that you get to actually be grateful for. Because you can focus on all the rushing around and the busyness and maybe some of the awkwardness with family and whatever. You can focus on all of that. Or you can focus on the fact that you all just get to be together, that you're healthy enough to all be together, that you have the money to put food on the plate, that the sun is shining and that, you know, there's festive music and football on the TV, whatever it might be. But try over this next, you know, season and into the new year to really try and focus on thankfulness and gratitude because it can genuinely change your life. You can start to see the world and the opportunities before you in a totally different way and you deserve that. You absolutely deserve this happiness but don't wait for the happiness to find you. Remember it's not happiness that will bring you gratitude but it's gratitude that brings you happiness. I am wishing you the most joyful 
and grateful and lovely Thanksgiving with your friends and your family and loved ones. I hope you have an amazing time and I cannot wait to be chatting with you very soon. Have a good day, y'all.